This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. I guess a good place to start is why do you want to be president? Well, uh, before I get into that, and this may answer that anyway, indirectly, I would like to apologize to both of you fellows because there may be um, some questions of yours and I may not be able to answer at all. And this is not a cop-out by any means. There's three very valid reasons which I'd like to go into right now, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, the first one is um, every candidate that's ever run for any office, not just president, probably in other countries too, uh, they have a um, platform, you know, the list of ideas that they're trying to push through. I have only one, so I don't call it a platform. I call it a core principle because everything emanates from there. There's a lot of things that emanate from there, but it all emanates from there. What is it? It comes down to those three little words from our preamble, we the people. Uh, I developed a system where the people out there are going to decide their own fate, believe it or not. Uh, Congress is not going to decide. The president is not going to decide. I'm not going to decide. They're going to decide their own fate. Who knows better what the people out there need listening, watching this, than them? They know better than me what the president or Congress. They know what they need. With my system, they're going to push it through. I'll be able to push it through for them. The point is, <coughs> at this point, uh, I'm not in a position to ask roughly 200 million voters what they want to do about immigration or infrastructure or racism or taxes or whatever the heck. So that's one reason why I may not be able to answer your questions. Second reason, um, I'm going to use Trump as an example because he's more known as president now than Biden, for example. Like Trump, I'm not planning on operating in a vacuum. I'm planning on having more advisors, more consultants, more experts in every endeavor imaginable from economics to anything, climate change, you name it, lawyers, doctors, down the list, and I will be guided by their judgment. Uh, there will be times when I may be deciding vote, but nine times out of 10, I will pick the brains from this pool of experts. I will lean on them. These people are in the field for years and decades. They know what they're talking about. I believe them. <laughs> I'm not gonna believe one person, I'm gonna believe many in different fields. And right now, again, I'm not in a position, I don't have this pool of experts to lean on. That's the second reason. Third reason, uh, if I came out with my personal opinion to the left, which may be backwards in your case because of our video situation, but <laughs> the people on the right are not gonna vote for me, are they? Vice versa in the other direction. I'm doing this to win, I'm really not trying to play games. I'm doing it for two reasons, to improve the quality of life for people who are alive and to save lives. So there are more people to have a quality of life. If I came out with, again, an opinion this way or this way, I'm going to lose a lot of votes, so I'm not going to do that. The majority of the people out there, whatever they want, that will be my opinion. My personal opinion is irrelevant. President's personal opinion, in my opinion, and Congress's opinion. Speaker of the House, on down the line, their opinion is irrelevant, subservient to the people out there. That's what we, the people, is supposed to mean. And that's why, that's a little shirt at the mall a few years ago. People that are watching, if you want to just type into your search bar, you don't even need my name. Just type in the words honest, real, you don't need the parentheses, and poor guy, the number four, president, and click on Google Sites, takes you right to my website, which is not 100% completed, but it's about 99%.
But those are the three reasons, and I'll do my best to answer your questions anyway, trust me. <laughs> oh, fire, fire away. Okay. You want to start, Warren? Sure, sure. Uh, I, I like Hey, your... Warren, do me a favor. Yeah. Can you push your, push your mic a little bit? Yeah. Towards him? Give me a little, little more volume. All right. How, how about now? Right. You're good now. All right. Great. 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 So the question is, how do we deal with the great divide that we have? You said we the people. Uh, is it going to come down to uh, a numbers thing? Whereas when most of the people say we want this, so more so than people that want something else, how do you balance that out? Being yes. extreme divide. Yes, that's exactly how. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a democracy. <clears throat> it's a democracy, supposedly. Majority rules. There's no perfect solutions. You can't please everybody all the time. It's impossible. So the majority, and hopefully not a little tiny majority. If there is, then we have to redo it and find out. Well, let me ask you a question. So how are you going to determine what is the will of the majority? Okay. I thought you'd never ask. Um, <clears throat> that's on my website. This is the um, system that I developed. I call it the, uh, what I actually call it is a formula for active participatory government. Uh, don't try to say that three times fast. I can't even say it one time fast. Real hard to spell too. But um, there's 10 steps. Uh, the 10th one is not listed on my site for a reason. I don't want people to know what it is. Um, I know it will be necessary. But whenever anybody's trying to accomplish anything, there's always people that oppose you, of course. So it wouldn't be too smart to let every, those people know all of your plans. Uh, I'm honest, I'm upright. I want everything out in the open, far beyond any other president has ever done. It's not even close. Nobody has any idea. Um, but anyway, the 10th step is hidden because, again, for, for that reason, I know it will be necessary. I know it will. But I don't want to bring it out until it is necessary, and then it will be too late to fight back for the opposing forces. But I can go through the other nine, and I'll have them all in my head or on my website. But in general, um, <clears throat> you know, all the answers, all the solutions, they're all solutions to society's problems, not just national, international, global problems. They're all solutions to these things. These things have been analyzed by, again, these experts for many years, for decades. They came out with answers. They haven't been implemented. So the very first step in my, in my system is to find those answers do some digging, do some research. Where? Charitable organizations, think tanks, universities, research centers, the list goes on and on, government agencies, watchdogs. I understand all that. I guess, so the question to me is, yeah. how do you, what is the process that you go through to find out what the majority of the people want? Okay, sorry. So after that first step is done, <clears throat> We do conventional surveys and polls that have been through the traditional media, not what we're doing right now, which has worked very well for many decades. And we add on social media to find out what the majority of the people want through social media and traditional media, surveys and polls. Well, uh, there are that, a lot of people on social media that aren't registered to vote. Are you counting the people that aren't registered to vote in your, in your process of making your decision? Well, maybe they would um, decide to vote once uh, it, they see that their opinion may count. I don't know. Again, I haven't analyzed this in excruciating detail, but that's a good question. But that may be the answer. I don't know. Well, the interesting thing is, is that if you if you if you don't know if they're registered to vote beforehand, then you right. could have 
people that flood into the country just to weigh in on an issue, or they may be in another country, because we have Americans all across the globe, right. um, and they make, um, and you don't know if they're registered to vote in the uh, American election, right. then they're, they're, they're actually participating in our democracy when we haven't given them the, the right to do that. Well, they may not be registered to vote. It doesn't mean it's um, illegal for them to vote. And again, there are still people, most of them, I would think, still would live here. Uh, if they have this, they're experiencing the same problems as the people who do vote. Okay. So getting their opinion, I still think would matter. Right. And, and so my concern here is that um, we are having uh, concerns about immigration mm -hmm. and, and people coming in and people voting. I mean, doesn't, doesn't that system exacerbate the problem rather than resolve it? It shows I'm not sure. I never thought about it from that point of view. It's something I'll have to uh, rethink in here. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, not quite sure. That, uh, voting is such a hot topic right now. You're talking yeah. about reaching out to people that may not have traditionally voted. These, very, these are some of the very people that they're trying, uh, certain people are trying to stop from voting. Yes. People that aren't, aren't in the system now, they're making it harder. So that's going to be a challenge as well. Yeah, indeed they are. And again, if, um, if those, those people are incapable of voting for whatever reason right now, uh, learn that their vote may count, it may push them to vote and register. Well, hopefully. It may actually help. But again, like I said before, the people that are still living here their citizens even that don't vote, their non-vote still counts to me. They're still experiencing the same problems as people that vote. And the problems need to be fixed. And we need to know what most people want to do to fix that. If you can vote for it or not, I still want to know what your opinion is. So, um, so you have said that Congress and elected officials, you know, mayors, and they, their opinions don't matter. Is relative to implementing the will of the people. I don't mean that as an overall, you know, why are they in office? Of course, they're in office to do things, to, to, to make accomplishments, to help the people. But as far as implementing the will of the people, the will of the people's, their opinion is priority, is what I'm saying. Everyone else is subservient to that. Well, it's my own. Isn't that the basis of our, our democracy? The basis is, is that the people elect their representative. <laughs> the representative is there to. Uh, go into Congress, to go into the seats of power in the country, mm -hmm. and to express their opinion. That's right. That's the, the way the, it's supposed the to be. The of their representatives. But That's right. That's the way it's supposed to be. Right. So how yeah. is bypassing Congress going to be implementing the will of the people? Well, uh, right now, they're not. If you ask the average person out there, you know, is, is Congress doing what you want them to do? No. I'm talking about gridlock. It's been getting worse and worse as years go on. Uh, it's supposed to be a representative form of government. The reasons why the founding fathers made it that way for oh, way back, I could talk about that. But um, <clears throat> obviously the people that are rep supposedly representing us are not. So my system will ensure that they do. So how, how, do you do, how do you get around a representative that is not representing the will of his district, his or her district? Well, again, that goes back to those steps. I, I won't go all into them in, in, in detail again, but... Um, Basically, it comes down to um, voting. We voted them in. We will vote them out. Well, we, we do that now. Why, why haven't we? If, because the president will push it through. Done it. 
huh? because the pre the president will push it through very very strongly. In fact, if I don't implement the will of the people, feel free to impeach me. I'll resign. I don't deserve to sit in that big fat paycheck. I'm making a big fat paycheck. And anybody else who is, who is not doing what the people want, they will be fired. Not directly by me, but indirectly by me. Right, and the, and they can do that now. And so, uh, if there is, if that is in place now, how would it be uh, better used under a system that you implement? Because what the president says matters. And no president has pushed through that point ever, I believe, ever, where they come up with a list of well, people. Well, Obama talked about uh, uh, Republicans not doing their job and that uh, the citizens should. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Biden has, always, has said, you know, people aren't doing their job. You vote them out. That's, yeah. that's, basic, that's a basic um, premise of... Uh, democracy is that if the people that are representing you aren't representing you the way you want to be represented vote them out okay but both of those people and any before that haven't done two things but they haven't pushed it enough and they haven't been specific enough saying republicans in general or democrats in general that's too general i'm going to get highly specific here is a list of names this person this senator from this state this congresswoman from this state didn't do what you guys told them to do you are their boss. You voted them in, now vote them out. And I'm going to help you specifically, harshly. They're affecting your life. People may even be dying because they're not doing what you tell them to do. I will push it, trust me. I will push it as, as none have ever done before. So, so one of the concerns I have is that, you, so you have these 10 points of a system yeah. that you want to yeah. put into place. And you've, you've said that um, one of the 10th point is one you're not going to share until after you've been elected. How do you gain the trust of people by telling them, trust me, that my 10th point is going to be for your benefit before you elect me? Well, once they get to know the kind of person I am, I think they will trust me at that point. They'll trust that I have their interest in mind. They really do. Because the other nine po points will be very ob obvious that I'm trying to help them. And I'll tell them why I'm hiding the 10th one. I'm not going to keep it completely in here until the very end. My inner core of advisors, of course, I'll tell them what it is, of course, way beforehand, maybe even years beforehand. I hope it doesn't leak out. Well, years, <clears throat> years before, 2024 is just three years away. That's right. So, so between now and, and uh, uh, the campaign, I mean, I guess the campaign is actually going to probably start in 2023. Yeah, it's minimal the time. It is. Right. So, so how do you plan to, so you're going to use your website to try to build trust that, that you're going to be the president for the people. Mm -hmm. And you think, okay, at this particular point, you don't, you know, you, you advertise yourself as the poor candidate. And the honest and real one, even more so. Well, and, and the honest and real is great. Um, but as a as uh, the, the point I wanted to get at is running for president or even running for congressman, running mm -hmm. for uh, city dog catcher, yeah, requires a budget, yeah. Um, in order to in order to be president of the United States, you've got to be on at least I think a minimum of uh, many ballots, many, so, so many ballots. Yeah. How how do you get there without the money? 
Oh, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it without money. I really would like to, but um, in the current state of affairs in society, we live that's slightly impossible. So, you know, I did this, you fellows don't know, <clears throat> but I did this for 2020 against Trump. Um, despite my gargantuan efforts, still just about nobody ever heard of me, but it's a big country out there. But I still did funding. I still did uh, fundraising. I did, I did accumulate some funds. They were minimal. They weren't even enough to reach the minimum threshold to file with the FEC. So I didn't. I didn't want to take a chance of being bogged down in paperwork and filing for things that I may, that may be, may be not, not valid. It was not going to go forward. So I didn't. It wasn't necessary. I didn't reach the threshold. But I have done this before. I have links on my website already to funding agencies. They have to be modified again. Some of the things I have to tweak. Mm -hmm. uh, but of course, I have to go out there. And, and again, I wouldn't be depending just on my website, depending on people like you, what you're doing right now to spread the word. And I appreciate what you guys are doing for me right now. Well, it's not just a website at all. That's, that's I, by any means. I want to make sure that you understand we're not trying to spread the word for you. We are actually, you are saying that you want to be president of the United States. Mm -hmm. And every candidate has to be asked questions that's right. uh, about, so, so, my my hope isn't to to give you support. My hope oh, is no, that you answer questions. If if you start to become um, if you if your candidacy starts to catch on, yeah. Um, I'm. I would like to know that um, that in the early days of your candidacy, some a lot of the questions have been asked that people would want to know, and that's um, you know my my concern is I don't want to be seen as promoting you no no, no i didn't mean it that way i, I didn't mean it that way I just meant that I, I'm, I'm assuming i may be wrong but i'm assuming when this is concluded that I would have the link to what we're doing right now which i can promote if that's not true then okay well no what's going to happen is um i think we we don't um i didn't have planned this this segment to, to show until like june the 18th i think it was oh, that's fine but but yeah i, I would definitely send you a, a link um the, the concern that I have is um, I want to make sure that, you know, that we under make perfectly clear that this is not an attempt to promote you. Oh, no, I, I, I would promote myself. As I said, if that is okay with you guys using the link. The yeah, link that I, that's, that's perfectly fine. I believe that, um, that, that there are candidates, that, that there are candidates that are running for president that have, uh, a legitimate desire to be a, a, the president of the United States, and I think mm -hmm. you do have a legitimate desire to be the president of the United States, and that people should be aware that there are people who are out uh, fighting uh, for them Good that fight. aren't a part of the the big two or three candidates. Yeah. So so the the goal here is to examine you know people who everyday people who are actually because I think there's something like 250 or 300 people that run that put themselves on the ballot for president yeah, every, every time. elections, every presidential election cycle. Yeah. And we don't get to see those candidates. Yeah. Uh, so it's more difficult. So we, we're, we're reduced to selecting two or three candidates. And so, and so I, I'm hoping that we can look at some of the other candidates and see what kind of talent that we have out there that's running for president of the United States. And I thank you for that uh, possibility, because again, if we weren't doing this right now, <clears throat> I would not be able to promote myself. So I still thank you for what we're doing. I understand it's all promotion. So, and this still helps. Right. So, um, 
so again, I'll ask, uh, you know, one of the um, ways to measure a candidate's popularity is their ability to raise money for their presidential campaign. Mm -hmm. Because people um, who vote uh, will, will support financially a candidate mm -hmm. that they believe represents their values. Right. So my, con my concern is, you know, what kind of, what kind of fundraising did you do in 2020? Was it enough to get you on several ballots? No, it wasn't even close. <clears throat> like I said, I'm doing this solo. Mm -hmm. No help whatsoever. I've run into a few people who are very um, interested in what I've been trying to do online. Uh, they've helped to push things. There's nothing regular. There's no uh, vast a group of people who are doing that. It's spotty here and there. They do it whenever they have time. People have their own life, probably more than one job like me. <clears throat> so what I was doing is uh, basically through social media, I also put in some ads with the funds that I did accumulate. Again, it wasn't much, just a few hundred dollars. That's all it was, but it was a good test. You know, I first started doing this. I had no idea. <laughs> That are really going, we only have one problem that would be such a major problem, which is what we're talking about right now spreading the word, getting people to know that you're even alive. I had no idea it would be so difficult. So um, I did make some inroads with social media. I was never even on Facebook my whole life. I was not into it at all until I started doing this. I started making accounts with Twitter and Instagram and the rest of them. Recently, I even started doing um, conservative social media, Paula, for example. Because those people matter too. Those people count too. Conservatives, are, like I said, the left and the right to me are the same. I will implement what both of them want to do together, whatever the majority is again. <clears throat> but I was able to spread the word to some degree. Now I'm doing this. It's another aspect of it that I can help spread the word this way through video podcasts. Of course, I like to do some um, meetings and interviews in person in front of a bunch of people. That's been a little difficult with Mr. Corona. Now that he's starting to die, sort of, maybe I'll be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Again, everything requires funding. So I just have to try to do the best I can to get... What I've actually been trying to do is, is, like you said, to get noticed by somebody who matters. It doesn't have to be somebody at the very top, somebody in the middle, a little bit below that. But someone has some kind of influence that can help me spread the word to people who do matter who money people who can make the difference a campaign manager would be nice of course i have nothing that doesn't mean i don't have a ton of ideas and you know a lot of people have zillions of good ideas over the decades including bernie sanders but they're all missing the most important point all the great ideas in the world mean nothing push the delete button if you can't get them through congress if, if you happen to become president and you, and you can't get them through them they are meaningless right that's what obama ran into Biden will be running into that same problem very soon, as soon as the slim majority runs out. They will obstruct him just like they did with Obama. Nothing gets done. The but rest of the three that, years, it's dead. But, and then the cycle that, happens again in the opposite direction, like with Trump. The Democrats stymied him. The cycle has to be broken. I know how to do it. So now I'm assuming that you're declaring yourself as an independent. Is that correct? Correct. Now, what, what side of the um, fence do you think most of your uh, support, or where you feel that support's coming from? More left, right, or Democrat, Republic? You got a feel for that? Well, again, I, uh, <clears throat> sorry, 
voice, voice a little scrabbly this morning. I don't want to um, lose any voters. <laughs> but since I started on um, Facebook and Instagram, and Snapchat, that kind of thing, uh, not because they're left-leaning, which I think they are, mm-hmm. I may be wrong, but I think they are, because they're just more popular, they're more known. That's why I started there. So there may be more lefties getting the word than righties because those social uh, platforms are more well-known and yeah. more used. And that's why I recently started to join the other side. Those people matter too. And guess what? I started saying some extremely similar posts that I've been saying for uh, hundreds of posts, hundreds, mm-hmm. on just about every topic you can think of. I can't even remember half the stuff that's in here. Some keywords I remember that I pull them up. But I started making some similar ones on the conservative websites, conservative, conservative platforms, with some minor tweaking, and they like what I'm saying too. Just yeah. as much they're behind me. I have very few followers. I just started doing this. But they're following me. People like what I say. They know I'm on their side. They know I got their back. I am of the 99%. My family's on um, Medicaid and food stamps, despite my master's degree in business. What's wrong with this picture? Yeah, well, I think um, we're beginning to realize that more and more people in today's climate are politically independent. But when it gets down to the, the wire, you're still stuck with that choice, you know, one or, one or the other. And, and people are really getting frustrated with that. Well, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm not a bragging kind of guy by any means. I grew up with a kid like that and he drove me nuts all through school. Um, but anyway, uh, what I'm getting at is um, I'm in, uh, I, am, I am far more objective than the average person, far more. Um, I had an aptitude test uh, decades ago. And you know these things you can get online. We're talking way before they had and before online was invented. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very extensive, very intensive aptitude test. It's called the Johnson O'Connor Research Foundation. I don't know if they're still around, based in New York City. I think they were worldwide, actually. I was there for days getting these tests. Uh, the reason is my dad wanted to do it because he had it when he was younger. He was actually one of their first clients. He met met the founder of this organization. He was not with us anymore. Neither was dad. But um, very extensive, very intensive. Uh, for several days, like four or five hours a day in the city, New York City. Uh, one of the things that found out about me was my personality rating. It came out 90% objective. I don't think you can be much more than 90% objective and not be human. You'd be a robot, a computer, or a Vulcan at that point. So I see all points of view. I do. And again, I will depend on a pool of experts to get their opinions too. I'm not going to single down the left. I'm going to have an equal amount of both. And the majority rules. I'm extremely objective. Here's my question. So what is the need for the experts if you're going directly to the people and asking what they want? Uh, well, again, I can't ask the people their opinion every 10 minutes. The system has to be developed uh, in, in, in the extreme. This is just a general set of ideas, general set of principles. I'm not going to ask them every 10 minutes what they want to do, but this this, this is still be many downtime, you could say, where uh, things have to be solved. And I will depend on this pool of experts for, for that reason. But again, I'll, I'm going to actually find out the uh, solution, the two top solutions to whatever problem presented to the people out there uh, with a, a chart or a graph, easy to read, saying, well, if we do this, this is going to happen. If we do this one, maybe it's going to be this way. So which one do you want to do? Uh, we think this one's better, but you tell me. Uh, and again, I'll depend on this pool of experts to 
help decide which one is actually we think is better, even though we're going to show both, let them pick. Again, this hasn't been developed in its fullest. This is a general set of ideas, but this is basically how it would work. So, so I'm going to ask this question. If that system is not fully vetted, then put in place, used someplace, so that we can see its effectiveness or ineffectiveness, what, why would we trust that as a system in our country? Well, I will bring up all the nine points to everybody well beforehand. No, I, mean, I mean, so, you, so, so you're saying you come up with a solution to, to a problem. Yeah. Um, that solution then has to either um, make absolute good sense to, to people or it has to be, you have to have seen that solution implemented someplace so that we can understand its effectiveness. And so, so what I'm saying is how do you sell the idea when you may not have uh, any examples to point to, to the solutions? Well, if the idea makes sense and it's logical and it's rational, <clears throat> I think most people want to go for it. And again, once they see that my personality, I think they will trust me. A lot of this is trust. It really is. You know, I had planned a uh, Zoom meeting during uh, Corona to try to present myself to whoever's willing to listen, including my local college kids, um, and, and try to sell myself as a person. And a big part of that was trust. I was going to say right at the beginning of this, in a few short minutes, the duration of this meeting, however long it is, I'm going to try to gain your trust, believe it or not. And I forget the exact details, but that's the point. Uh, once people start to see that I'm a real person, <laughs> I'm not doing this for any BS reason. I'm not a politician. If I ever made it to the top, I wouldn't be, want to be considered a politician. I'd have to be, but technically, but I wouldn't even want to be included in that clan. Not that there haven't been some good people, of course there have, but in general, poll after poll, not even recent ones, I've shown that most people don't even want a politician. That's a big reason why Trump got in, because he wasn't one. It's a big reason. I'm not one either. I wasn't into politics my whole life. I was always a STEM guy. Science, technology, engineering, you know, math, all, all that stuff. What got me into it was Obama. Um, little by little, it was so controversial having a person like him as president. I started listening and I saw the things he was trying to do and I saw, I saw that, well, why won't they let him do that? Who are these people that aren't letting him try to fix things? I got into a little bit more and then when he was gone and Trump got in, that pushed me over the edge. <laughs> An even more controversial person. I got into it. That's when I actually started doing this. I believe it was um, February after Trump was actually in, of, uh, after January, after his inauguration on the, on the 25th. 20th, I think. That's when I actually started researching this and doing this. I was not into politics. So if you asked any person that knew me growing up, Alan, in politics, are you kidding? But now I know it's important in life, and it's actually not STEM. It's, it's, it's these two things, these two organs that have not been used too much. This has been used. You know, we invented this to help people, not to separate people. It's about time we switched it around. So, um, here, here's where, where I'm sitting as far as your candidacy. So you have a plan, 
to accomplish things without the help of Congress. No, no, they would have to implement it, of course. Congress makes laws. Okay. President signs it's the so final you, step. Now you have to, you're a <laughs> candidate who um, has to work with uh, Congress to get things done. Mm -hmm. And you're going to create a pool of experts, whereas right now the, the pool of experts is the presidential cabinet. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing that the cabinet is still going to be the pool of experts that you're going to pick from? No, no. And uh, advisors, as they call it. The old president have advisors that are not part of the cabinet. So it actually was both. Okay. And so, um, so you're going to pick these advisors based on your qualifications and not the qualifications that the electorate would necessarily pick. So in other words, people would, would they vote for your, for your experts or would you just pick your experts and then they'd have to trust that you're gonna get that done? Well, any president, including Biden right now, has advisors that are not part of the cabinet. Where do they come from? I would get them from the same, from the same pool, the same resources. There are I, people I that are- I don't, sorry. so you're saying you, you, you know that he has advisors that aren't a part of his cabinet. And how do you know that? I can't say for sure. I don't know that for sure. I okay. believe he does. I know that Trump did. He was picking people that were, were not involved in any specific area at all. They were just personal friends of his. They became top oh, advisors. We can't so say that, that Trump's right? an untraditional presidency though, right? Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I interrupted you, go ahead. That's okay. Um, you were explaining how you're gonna pick these advisors. The same way any other president does. And again, having not been anywhere near close to, to that area, I can't say specifically how that would happen, but it does happen. Presidents have advisors. Mayors have advisors. The door cashier may have advisors. My understanding is that their advisors are part of their cabinet. Well, that's okay. That's okay. I'd like to have as many as possible, like I said before. I'd like to have some in private industry too. So how would you pick your advisors? I mean, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you'd have to have a cabinet. That's, that's a yeah. point of being the president. How would you yeah. pick your candidate? I mean, because, I mean, how would you pick your cabinet? Because you don't know a lot of people in the upper echelons of that's right. government management and that kind of stuff. Well, as I move up the steps, if I ever do, I will meet people that will help me to do that. I'm not saying that I'm God and I know all the answers. The inner workings of the presidency, I'm not privy to. I hope to. But right now, I can't give you specific details on something like that. Uh, what I can say relative to the cabinet, on my website, <clears throat> there were pages on. I forget the exact title of it, but I think it was something like, um, uh, not a different one. But uh, there is a post, it's also on the site, about the cabinet, saying that uh, what I would like to do, again, this is um, an intent, it doesn't mean it would happen. What I would like to do to make a statement is that every single member of the cabinet be female, every single member, to make a statement. If you look at all the minor minorities that, that, that exist, Asian and African-American, on down the line, the biggest group is female. And they've been picked on since day one, since caveman days. You know, to go back to Fred Flintstone, <laughs> and you see, uh, or, you know, other cartoons, he may not have shown on, on that cartoon show, but there's been cartoons, of course, of showing a, a caveman dragging his female mate 
pulling a club and pulling about a hair. I have no doubt that that happened for real. If you go back, you know, 50,000 years roughly, something like that. So they've been picked on since day one and it continues and they're the biggest minority group there is. And we owe them an apology, in my opinion. That's one of the posts I put out that as president, I actually would make a formal apology to the female population for being picked on <laughs> since day one. And reparations need to be made to them. And one way of doing that, one way of making a statement is by having an all female uh, cabinet members, all of them, obviously qualified. I'm not gonna pick some, some lady off the street. But if it comes down to when we're vetting people, for example, let's say we get down to two, two top people for cabinet of whatever, Department of Agriculture, one's male, one's female. If the male still comes out ahead, well, then he's gonna get the job. But it's 50-50, guess who's gonna get the job? The one wearing the skirt or the business suit, in this case, whatever it is. Mr. Lee, I, I want to question you. You mentioned a a key word uh, just a minute ago. You said reparations. Now, if you propose anything involving reparations, and you don't include black people, African Americans, you know you're going to have a problem, don't you? Of course, I would include. Them. That's a separate issue. I'm just talking about as far as I'm just trying to make a point. Do I? Word, word is out there a lot now. Yeah, it, it is. And there is a large segment of uh, black people that feel that we are owed reparations. And uh, if you happen to get into office, you would definitely uh, hear uh, their voices. I would not have to. I've heard it already. Okay. I have many posts about reparations. That's the title of them. Very lengthy. I have a list of things that I would do to help. Um, you know, one of the things it says in a post, which a lot of people don't even know about in this country, is that Native Americans. Oh, for sure, for sure. They've been picked on even before African-Americans were even here mm -hmm. in very similar ways and even bigger quantities of numbers. Right. So we would, oh, I put them in the same post I did with the African-American as far as reparations, as far as what I would do. Okay, but do you feel that maybe uh, having an all-female cabinet would be uh, extreme or going a little too far? Well, again, it's, uh, it would be in theory, I would like to do it. It doesn't mean it would happen again, in theory. If I found a lot of opposition to it, then okay. Let's have a couple of token guys in there. Or 50-50, whatever, whatever it is. But, but I would like to bring that point up to the people out there. This is what I'm trying to do and see what the reaction is. Right, well, but I'm sure females in office now wouldn't want to be considered as tokens now. No, no, I, I didn't mean it that way, of course. Right. Okay. So have you floated your ideas to um, people in the past and gotten some feedback? The post that I put out, I've gotten incredibly positive feedback. There's always people that don't like what you say again, but the vast majority, people, people are getting hearts and thumbs up, and, you know, all the icon symbols, uh, people making comments, even international because you know, the influence of the US, despite China and despite Russia, is incredibly vast. It still is. It may have gone down a bit, a lot of people say since Trump, but it's still up there. We, we can get it back up there. Uh, what matters here matters. And it is a global community. It is a global planet. In theory, again, I would like to make my campaign global. 
because the policies of what happens in the U.S. affects other countries drastically and directly, not just indirectly. And, and uh, people that are not capable of voting that live in Afghanistan or where, wherever, it doesn't matter where it is, Brazil, Germany, they can still help the president here indirectly. They can't contribute any funds, but they can spread the word to people who can contribute funds and who people who can vote. Because a lot of these matters are internationally, there's a global situation. You know, is the pollution over there blows over to my house. The stuff that gets dumped in the ocean over there because of a cargo spill in China, the waves push it over next to your house. That's just an example. And international trade, things that we can't see and money flowing back and forth. It's one planet. This is one ball that we live on. But everything is connected. Climate change is an obvious example of that. So I, I would like to make this global, if possible, I really would, because everyone is affected. You know, everybody in all the countries of the world, they're all trying to do the same thing. They're trying to make a better life for themselves and their family and their kids. They have the same kinds of problems, having enough money, having a good job, a good education. Every country, everybody's trying to do the same thing because we're all people. You dig in here about an eighth of an inch, a couple of millimeters, we're red. That's what color everybody really is. We're red. It's what's inside that counts, right? So um, part of uh, government you know, function is that they, there are things that aren't like all the time that aren't redacted, aren't released to the public. Um, what Very would be your position on that information? Would you just blanketly un unclassify, declassify everything in the government? That definitely not. <clears throat> definitely not. Uh, matters of, uh, for example, um, bringing up topics for people to give me their opinion on to vote on. There's certain topics that I would not bring up at all. National security, of course, internal and external. Uh, Self-defense, military stuff, intelligence. The average person can't know about that. Um, that's just an example. There's other terrorist things too that can't be brought up to the public. Uh, the experts have to do their job with that. The military, the Pentagon, Homeland Security. Uh, there's other topics too. Again, there's many topics out there, but as many as possible that affect their daily life, like taxes, for example, infrastructure, racism. These things, they should be able to give their opinion and their opinion should be implemented by the president and by Congress. Other things, no, you can't talk about that. I plan on being more open than anybody else has by far. In fact, with um, press conferences, again, from what I've read, I have no one telling me this information except from what I've read. It seems like the average president has a press conference on average, including Obama, about once a month. I want once a week. The, pr the press is critical to my ideas. They're a direct link and the only link to the people out there. It's gonna be a two-way flow of information. I want to hear, I don't want the press to know just what I'm thinking or planning. I want them to tell me what the people out there, what they think, what they feel, what they need. I want to know from the press so I can implement it and ask them again. You know, I've heard from uh, CNN or Fox News, how do people feel about this, you're having this kind of problem. Is that true? Please tell me. If it is, I'm gonna look into it, for example. Another thing I put in one of my posts <clears throat> is um, I felt that um, rural America has been neglected for far too long. So during these press conferences, I like to have them sit in the front row 
have bucket seats. I want to hear from them first before CNN and Fox News. Everybody knows what the problems are in the city. They're ongoing. There's nothing new. It's been going on for decades. There probably still will be. But rural America, the people live out there in the middle of nowhere in the boondocks, a lot of people don't know what their problems are. They count too. And I want to know, not to gain their vote, because they have problems. And I want to solve their problems. Again, I'm doing this to improve the quality of life and to save lives, period. So what if um, your advisors advise you to eliminate the free market system? <laughs> that the problem with um, how money is, is uh, apportioned and how it affects the, 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 that, uh, the idea is that the free market system is not a good thing. What, what, what do you do then? And, and I, this is not, I don't, you know, someone would say, well, this is a hypothetical. And what I'm saying is, is there are people out there that actually believe that or depending on what advisors you uh, select, it, it's quite possible that you get that as a, as a, as a request. It's possible. <clears throat> but again, uh, I will be depending on them for the most part. But like I said, at the beginning, there'll be times where I may be the deciding vote. There's, president is still supposed to be the final say. Mm -hmm. um, I do have a good upbringing. I have high morals and high ethics. If I think something is pretty ridiculous, I don't care how many people tell me, I can think independently. So I have no problem with that. I'm not an aggressive, assertive kind of guy, but I know right from wrong. And whatever hurts people, I will not happen under my watch, as little as possible anyway. You know, another one of my posts, like I said, you name the topic, I have zillions of posts. I have another one saying that um, roughly 90% of death, of any cause of death, can be eliminated, including natural causes, 90%. I forget the details, but by doing certain things, I mean, climate change is one, poverty is another, education and training is another, but accidents, for example, the list goes on and on. The medical research and science research, there's been so little money spent directly to solve diseases and conditions as opposed to just giving the money to administrators. If it was, if it was give, apportioned correctly, we wouldn't have cancer anymore. We wouldn't have HIV anymore. Look what's happening with messenger RNA with Corona right now. This stuff should have been done 20 years ago, easily. They're starting to use it right now for these other things. This should have been done a long time ago. That's just an example. Well, that's, that's, that's good. Uh, I got a question about, um violence and gun violence now are you uh do you feel that the government should have more control over this issue or do you think it's more of a state's rights issue as far as gun control what do you say about that i say both governments should get into it a little bit more because again um there's arguments you could say in both directions of course like anything else but um <clears throat> it's still a fact that um people die from guns and in other countries where there are less guns that are legal, there are less people dying from the guns. It's pretty obvious. Um, <clears throat> I've made uh, quite a few posts about that too, Sandy Hook, et cetera, recent stuff. Um, but again, what I have to go with what, what most people want to do. You know, a lot of people that are pro-gun to the extreme, they say that it's a God-given right. That is not, it's in the constitution. The Second Amendment was made a very long time ago. Uh, that may be one of the amendments that needs to be amended. 
um, you know, the founding fathers put the possibility of putting amendments in for a reason, because they realized that times change. It's not the 1700s anymore, or the 1819. It's well beyond that. Society changes, things change. You have to move with progress. Uh, but again, whatever most people want to do, that's my opinion. That's what I'll try to push through. Guns are included. I guess I'm, 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 I'm going to fall back on. So you have this agenda to, to have the public more engaged. And you have a system that you haven't completely defined uh, in order to get the get people's um, uh, well, it is pretty defined. There are nine general steps. Right. Well, what I mean by not completely defined is that there, there's a 10th one that we don't know anything about. Oh, okay. Right. So it's not completely defined. It's okay. generally defined. Well, it's not out in the open, but it is defined as far as it exists. I know what the details are. Right. So from our perspective, it's not completely defined. Okay. What I can say to give a little hint is that the 10th step has been done before. This is not a novel idea but it has been implemented by um, average citizens out there, but it has never been promoted by anyone, especially the president, and I will promote it in the extreme. It's nothing illegal, of course, <laughs> anything like that. Is it unethical? Is it unethical? No, I would never do that either. Is it immoral? No. Then uh, uh, my concern is, um, or my question is, uh, why should people believe that that system is going to work when they have no idea what it is so that they can evaluate its effectiveness. Well, they would know because they would know nine out of the 10 steps are right on the open. It's on my website right now. I understand. But that 10th step could be a real doozy. Yeah. And it may not be even be necessary. My personal opinion is I think it will be. And there have been people who have done it already. Um, but again, I would rather not let the cat out of the bag if I don't have to. I'm nowhere near the point where I have to tell anybody else what it is at this point, really. Uh, it's also very true that it may not matter because my chances of making it to the top are so minimal, as I admit to, that if I let up number 10 right now, it may not even make any difference. <laughs> so at what point do you feel it would be appropriate to uh, let the cat out of the bag what the 10th step is? I mean, you're not going to wait until they elect you, are you? No, not even close. Okay. Again, as I climb up the steps, if I do, and I reach enough people of import who know what they're talking about and are into um, all these specific details, all these categories, all these problems that we have, then I will let them know. My, my, my pre-list of advices, my pre-advices, if you want to call it that, well before the cabinet, of course, has to be well before that. And at that point, it may leak out anyway. These are just typical people, so... And if it leaks out, it leaks out. You know, there's still, uh, you know, even when the president right now, any president goes and, and makes a speech, there's many people who never heard it. They have no idea what he even says, and that's the president. Mm -hmm. So if I said something right now, there's a good chance nobody would ever hear it anyway. But I'd rather hold it in just in case. I'm going to, uh, so we, we're pretty much about ready to wrap up. Uh, Warren, did you have uh, a, a question that you wanted to We'll take a couple of questions and then we'll we'll call it. Yeah, thank you. I, I'm I'm really curious about 
I want to see the the full nine first, and then uh, I can have a better opinion. But it sounds interesting. The fact that you're nonpartisan is the real key issue here, because people really don't have a way to pigeonhole you left or right. So they've got to actually dive a little deeper into your uh, your nine points and listen a lot more to to make a judgment. So. I, I think that's the first thing that people really need to do is figure out um, where they align with most of those nine points, and then they can kind of decide how much credence they even want to give you. Well, if I could interrupt you, <clears throat> those nine points are not things that I want to do. The ways of getting them done, sure, two different things. The things that I want to do, the things that I want to do, the things that that I think are important, those are listed on my website in excruciating detail. Yeah, because it might be the page before. If I remember right, it's something called uh, my first days and weeks as president. And there's 20 things that I think are very important that I would try to do. The, the details would be implement, implemented through those 10 other points. That's the procedure of pushing them through. But what they are, as far as people want to know what I'm trying to do, that's extremely out of the open. It's right on my website. Yeah, yeah. That's, and it's that's... only 20 things off the top of my head. And it's still pages long, actually. Right. Okay. Okay, Mr. Lee. I want to thank you very much for, for joining us today. And I'm definitely going to um, use the, the episode because I think um, I uh, have kind of given my word on this, basically mm -hmm. by having you come forward and uh, I will let you know where to find it. Um, uh, it will be you know, later on this month that we air the, the show. Um, and so I, I, you know, again, I appreciate you coming on and talking to us. I appreciate the opportunity to both of you. And again, give my regards to your missing colleague. Yes, sir. Well, you, yeah. I'm sorry they're having a difficult time right now, but uh, hopefully we can do this again, maybe with that person. Is that person uh, male or female? He's my brother. Oh, even better. <laughs> Look good, forward good. to uh, learning more about your, uh, your ideas and what you're trying to uh, put forth. Yes, and again, um, again, since I'm the sole spokesman, I'll show up one more time. If people want to try to find me, just punch in those words, honest, real, and poor guy for president on your search bar, not on Facebook, and click on Google Sites, take you right to my site. Um, okay. If I could say one thing, just in closing, um, that the main difference, again, between me, I believe, and every other candidate that's ever run, from what I can tell, they will use their ideas to implement what, what they think is best. I'm going to use your ideas. You tell me what you want to do, and I will push it through. I'm not going to use my ideas, what I think I should do, like everybody else thinks they should do, including Biden. I'm going to use your ideas. That's what we the people are all about, isn't it? Let me question. So what if they push through an idea that you don't like, that you don't think is very helpful for other people? Well, again, <clears throat> there's no perfect solutions again. Uh, whatever you decide on, whatever has been decided on so far, still hurts some people. You have to go with the big picture. What helps the most people, what hurts the least. In theory, I like to hurt nobody and help everybody, but that can't happen. So what hurts the least? If it's immoral or unethical, no go. I don't care what they say. It's not going to happen. So when nobody decides out there that everybody should have a gun, everybody should have a gun, I'm not going to go for that. There's too many people are going to get hurt by that. Okay. As an example. 
that's that's the question is you know are you gonna at some point you're gonna what you're saying is that you're gonna overrule the, the will of the people if it is something that i think would hurt so many people in my pool of advisors agree that this is a ridiculous there are extremists out there on both sides left and right i'm I, i'm a middle of the road guy ever since i was born <laughs> it's nothing to do with politics again when I had this aptitude test, this is an internal genetic innate test that shows what's inside here. I'm extremely objective. I see both sides of, of a coin. Every opinion matters. But I have to go with most. If four people want this, this person doesn't, you have to go with what, 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 what the majority wants. It's a democracy. We're supposed to be. Thank you very much, Mr. Lee. You have a great day. And you fellows as well. Thank you again. Goodbye. Right. You're welcome. Thank you. That concludes this episode of Altitude Adjustment, and thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and Twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including Stitcher.com, the iTunes Store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares, and comments. So please like, share, and comment on this and other episodes of Altitude Adjustment because it matters. And as always, look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you.